You know, I know this woman here is a religious entity, but when I read this description, I think about that golden cup being lifted high. I can't help but think about my own country. We think we're so great. We're so proud. It looks so inviting to the nations of the world to come and drink the American dream. But what's really in that cup? What's really in it? We're such a proud people. You know, we on the you know, we li- we get listening to politics and talk radio and all that stuff. You know, we can get wired up. And, you know, people on the left say these things and do these things and take people out of context. And then we start looking at politicians we like, and then we become blind to what they're doing wrong, and we become allegiant to them, and then we start taking people out of context, and everybody gets hysterical, and they're all the same, and they all deserve each other. We shouldn't be like that as the church. We should strive to be at peace. We should stay on the outside, do our duty. And there's some battles that we just don't need to get involved in. There's a lot of great men of God who made a mistake by stepping into the political realm. I think there were some things that Billy Graham did where that was concerned he shouldn't have done. Jerry Falwell did the same thing. And I'm sure if I were given that influence, it'd be hard for me not to do it. When I look at these things, it makes me content to be a nobody. After I listened to that funeral, and I praise God the Bible, the gospel was proclaimed. But I actually sat there and thought to myself, you know God, I'm content to be a nobody. To be used by you in a small way because I would never want the temptation to fraternize with wicked presidents. Maybe you could use me, but I don't want the temptation because I'm afraid I could so easily compromise. And I'm not saying that's what he did. I'm just saying the temptation has to be strong. But while I was studying this passage this morning and thinking about that funeral, out of nowhere, something came to my mind from about 10 years ago. Do you remember when President Obama was running for president the first time? And you remember how the media, they wouldn't cover these things that were questionable in Obama's life. But there were things that got played over and over and over again by Sean Hannity and Fox News ad nauseum that I couldn't hear it anymore. I didn't even want to hear it anymore. And we thought, how how terrible, how terrible, how terrible. Who remembers preacher Jeremiah Wright? Goddamn America. Have you ever listened to what he said in its context? Not the phrase that Sean Hannity played over and over again, and not the phrase that Fox News played over and over again, but what he actually said in its context. Because if you did, there's not much there I disagree with. So I want to end on that today. Matthew, Matthew, we're going to pray, we're going to, we're going to listen to Jeremiah right here for a minute. I want to make a point. When I'm thinking about this whore with her cup lifted high and I'm thinking about my country today. I don't want you to, don't don't even think about who this man is or what he did or whatever. Just listen to the words. That's all I'm asking you to do. In their context. Where governments lie, God does not lie. Where governments change, God does not change. Amen. And I'm through now. But let me leave you with one more thing. Governments fail. The government in this text, comprised of Caesar, Quirinius, Pontius Pilate, Pontius Pilate, the Roman government failed. The British government used to rule from east to west. The British government had a union jack. She colonized Kenya, Ghana, Nigeria.
Jamaica, Barbados, Trinidad, and Hong Kong. Her navies ruled the seven seas all the way down to the tip of Argentina in the Falklands. But the British government failed. The Russian government failed. The Japanese government failed. The German government failed. And the United States of America government, when it came to treating her citizens of Indian descent fairly, she failed. She put them on reservations. When it came to treating her citizens of Japanese descent fairly, she failed. She put them in internment prison camps. When it came to treating the citizens of African descent fairly, America failed. She put them in chains. The government put them on slave quarters, put them on action block, auction blocks, put them in cotton fields, put them in inferior schools, put them in substandard housing, put them in scientific experience, experiments, put them in the lowest paying jobs, put them outside the equal protection of the law, kept them out of their racist bastions of higher education, and locked them into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God bless America. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America that's in the Bible for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating our citizens as less than human. God damn America as long as she tries to act like she is God and she is supreme. Now, the guy's got on a ridiculous get-up. The guy has his eyes open to certain things but blind to others. No question about that. But when you listen to those words in their context, not as they were ripped out, there's not a whole lot that I would disagree with. My problem with his statement is not one of substance. It's one of the mood he tries to use. Guys, when we use God's name as a subject and damn as a verb, completely appropriate. We need to be careful what mood we use. Some of you guys don't even know what mood is because you never learned that in English. He uses the indicative mood. You don't tell God to damn something. But there is a mood, a subjunctive mood, where we express a desire and a wish and can do so based upon God's truth and what God says about wicked nations and what, based upon what we know here about this whore with a golden cup filled with filth. If I were to say it, I'd say it this way. Not God bless America, but may, that's a subjunctive mood, may God damn America for killing innocent people. I'm not talking about black thugs in Chicago that are gunning each other down. I'm talking about the unborn. Amen. May God damn this country for the blood of the unborn. Amen. May God damn America, subjunctive mood, for treating her citizens as subhumans. I'm not talking about black athletes making millions of dollars who claim to be oppressed and kneel during the national anthem. I'm talking about righteous people, both black and white, Hispanic, Asian, who love their families, who believe the Bible, who question evolution, mothers who are in the home, all of these that are mocked and treated as subhumans, those that homeschool their children, those that do righteous things and try to live righteously 
and value freedom are mocked and treated as subhumans. May God damn America for that. And may God damn this country as long as, exactly the words he uses, as long as she tries to act like she is God and she is supreme. I don't care who's in power. As long as this country tries to act like God and like she is supreme, she is this whore. And may God damn her to hell. That's not us. I don't have a problem with that. I'm going to be very careful about using the indicative mode when I talk about God and His judgment. Because you don't tell God what to do. But as far as using the subjunctive mode, I know I'm getting into some English grammar here. But hey, maybe we need to say that more. You know, as long as this country thinks it's God, which it still does today, even with the president we have today. Man, if you guys can't see the man's full of pride, you're blind. Full of it. We need to be very careful. You know, this here is a lesson about, you know, people on the right side of the aisle can take people out of context too. I mean, I wish more Baptist preachers would speak like this about the sins of our country. Now, you know, this guy likes to focus on things that happened a long time ago and ignore what's happening right now. That's a problem too. But there's truth in that. What this country did to Native Americans in the West, those same Yankee soldiers that burned our southern towns, was wicked and evil. Just because America does something that's not right, doesn't make it right. And those that think like that, I don't care if they go to church every Sunday, that's wrong. And you're as blind as those who look upon a whore like this and actually think that's beautiful and can't see the filthiness that's inside the cup. I'm not claiming that Mystery Babylon here is America. I'm not claiming that. America is very significant in history up to this point in terms of the world's commerce and in terms of the world's religion. She's part of the world system. There's a lot in America today that's a type of what we see here. And we need to be those that call it what it is. Wicked. And if it won't be made right, if it won't repent, may it be damned just like this woman. Mm 